Westport Library and the Quick Center for the Arts proudly presents an official Apple podcast, Oh Brother, Not Another Podcast, with me, Migs Burroughs. And I'm Trace Burroughs. And today we have on the show Chris Lemon, actor, writer, producer, musician, and also the son of legendary actor Jack Lemon, uh, Some Like It Hot, The Apartment, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, and dozens and dozens of others. Um, Chris has a book and a play called Twist of Lemon. Uh, you want to tell us about that? Actually, I just I, I just finished my uh, the the first rough draft of my second book oh. uh, called uh, A Noble: The Gift of Life, um, and uh, we can talk about that in a bit. But sure, yeah, uh, 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 Twist was a, a, a book that I published in two thousand six that I was was really very proud of. Um, about my relationship with my father, my friendship with my father, but our flawed father-son relationship, which I think is uh, pretty identifiable to pretty much everybody. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, uh, yeah, it was, we enjoyed a, a, a lot of success. It remains something I was very proud of. And so I, I thought, boy, this would be awfully good as a one-person show, and uh, I developed it as that, a, a one-person, very strictly scripted piece of theater um, with music. Uh, I'm a classically trained pianist, too. Uh, and uh, um, we went for six years with it. Wow, and yeah, it, it's all over the all over the you know the world and and the country and and uh, then there was a one month uh, run that I did with my dear friend Hugh Woolridge, um, Woolridge. Now he's going to get pissed at me. <laughs> uh, uh, who is just, just who directed the London Run? We did a month there, and we were sold out. And uh, it, I was just, it was just a glorious experience. And I was actually, I don't know if you guys even know this. I was at uh, the Coronado Island Film Festival, and uh, I got very sick. Uh, and that was the end of, of, uh, of the play. I can't really do it now. The stamina demands of it are, are more than I can handle after what I went through. Didn't you have a, like a double lung else we can talk about. You had a double lung transplant, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I had a, a double lung transplant. Dude, wow. Um, and that's what Noble's about. That's what this second book is about. Oh. Uh, that experience and the three years since I had it done. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty wild. I was an hour away from uh, the pearly gates uh, and in walk the lungs, um, you know, a surprise. Uh, and uh, yeah, and here I am. So, you know, uh, God bless organ donors and, mm. and these brilliant surgeons and all that stuff. But we can get into more of that later. How do you feel so it's now? In, in, in this second book? And, and uh, gosh, even though I'm, you know, I just finished the uh, first rough draft of the whole story. It's all written. Um, uh, It's also something that I'm really, really very proud of because I went places that I wasn't able to get to with Twist. I just hadn't learned those lessons yet. 
Um, and uh, and hopefully I, I, uh, I approach this incredibly serious and scary thing um, with with some humor too, which I think is uh, an interesting uh, yeah. writing device. So let's see. Fingers crossed. Yeah. You, are you, how do you feel today? I mean, I'm doing, damn, I'm doing really well. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I mean, double lung transplant. It sounds like so massive, you know. It's, it, it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's really, the only one that's bigger than, than that is double lung transplant and a heart. Of all three of them. Um, but it's it's the biggest, you know. And of course, the lungs are the only organ that remain uh, exposed to the environment after you do the transplant. So uh, what you guys have been going through for the last year, I've been going through for the last three. Uh, You know, uh, I'm I'm like, you know, the the grown up little boy in a bubble. Uh, And uh, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, fortunately, knock wood. Yeah. Things are working out pretty well, and uh, I feel good. That, so the sickness that you had, how do you know? Uh, it, it, how, it, how, it, how did you get? How do you get something like that, or does it just happen? You, you, you don't know. It's yeah. It's, it's called idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, idiopathic meaning we don't know. We yeah. Don't know why you got it or how? Yeah, you got wow. It. Most likely, it's a uh, immune reaction to something environmental or, you know, uh, um, I do have a hiatal hernia, so it could have been my lungs reacting to my stomach acids, which I didn't even feel. uh, Yeah. You know, so you don't even know it's happening. Sure. Um, Yeah. Uh, But either way, it happened. Uh, And um, uh, uh, pulmonary, of course, means lungs. Fibrosis means scarring. Uh, uh, what your lungs do is it's a overreactive immune response and they start, they think they're healing themselves, but in essence, they're actually destroying themselves. They're yeah. scarring. And so you slowly but surely uh, lose the ability to breathe. Uh, and it's a very horrible and... Sounds fun. horrible. It, it's a horrible disease. And, uh, uh, you know, that's why, uh, you know, I'm, I've become an enormous, more, more so than I was before. Uh, I've always been an advocate of, of, um, of organ don- donation. And uh, though I don't know who the hell would want my organs. After <laughs> yeah, <it's>, uh, same <laughs> here. Yeah. Well, your I, brain, I, maybe. I yeah, I mean, the brain's pretty good. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. But the rest of it is, is, is trashed. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, so, so yeah, there you go. So Chase, Chase and I were comparing notes, because uh, our parents used to take us on cross country trips by car, which was just horrifying at the time we thought, you know, and I think the very first movie we both saw on the road was some like it hot. I mean, here mm-hmm. we are, I'm, uh, that came out in 59. So Chase would have been nine. I would have been thir- 14 or something. And you would have been five. Do you have any memories of that? You guys look pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I you. I was the only old fart who was. No, no, no. You're, <laughs> you're, the, you're, the, you're the youngest one in the room. Um, yeah, actually, that's that's how I start uh, uh, the book. Yeah. Uh, because I'm back for the 60th anniversary of, of the filming of Some Like It Hot. 
at the Dell. And I had done the show there before for the Coronado Island Film Festival, which is a terrific event. And, uh, and that's where the night before the show, uh, I got sick. Uh, and it, it was what, what we call a, a, a cliff dive, they call it with this disease. Um, you can, I knew I was ill, uh, obviously, um, for about a year before, um, I've also was blessed with another, uh, immune, uh, hereditary one called uh, factor five Leiden, which is where your blood will form clots, which is a good thing. We all need that. But this is a, a deficiency, a protein deficiency that keeps you from being able to break them down. So you end up with um, uh, a deep vein thrombosis, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Eliquis commercial, mm-hmm. uh, and, which I happen to take. Uh, and uh, uh, th- that can lead to pulmonary embolisms, which are extremely serious as well. I'd had four. Um, one of which was a saddle embolism. Yes, these lovely things were given by, I, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't, you know, I yeah. eat well, all that shit. Don't do drugs. And this is what I get. For, now, I, I used to uh, do uh, uh, many of those things, but that's not necessary to speak about right now uh, <laughs> um, because my kids will probably hear this. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm not. How old are, <laughs> how, how, how old are your kids? Uh, uh, I don't know. I forget. <laughs> it's constantly changing. Way too busy. I know. It's, it's too busy. It, it's know? a lot of math, you know. So my two boys are 25 and 27, and uh, mm-hmm. my little starlet, Sydney, uh, our firstborn is 30, coming on 31. Oh. Or did she just turn? She, yes, she just turned no, 30. 30. Yes, I'm dating myself. So 20, 24, 26, and 30. Is she the only one? It sounds like she's an actress. John is, is, is as well. Yeah. Uh, and, and it, you know, I, I hate to say it, but they're both really good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I hate so, to say it. You know, I mean, it's, I, there's no dissuading him at this point. It's it's too late. Oh, yeah. Um, they, they've entered into the arena, and that's well, when they're when they have children, you you'll have that connection of then you can like warn them. I, I kids are the future. When you know, I told them, you, you know, don't even think about it. But um, no, there was no there was no dissuading. Actually, Sydney just finished doing. Um, Stephen King's uh, uh, doing a, a remake of, of uh, Firestarter, oh, and wow. she ended up getting getting a lead in that along with uh, Zach Efron. So oh, nice, very exciting stuff. Yeah, she yeah. played his wife. Uh, poor thing. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 really, really very. It's just so wonderful to see. Yeah, uh, and she deserves it all. You know, she's worked her ass off. She did the Yale School of Drama for her masters, the whole nine yards, mm. too, for her BFA, and and uh, uh, yeah. So she's she's got all the ammunition, um, and uh, hats off to her. How long did how how old are you when you realized that that your dad wasn't like other dads, or that when you realized other dads weren't like your dad? I mean, well, that's in the first book. Uh, that's yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's the little uh, uh, story called uh, uh, Jack Lemon's Son, yeah. uh, which is the whole treated as an object instead of a person thing, which was sure. what I grew up with. It's you know, uh, 
just the way it is. Every, you yeah. know, not Chris Lemon. I'm still to this day for anybody who's old enough to remember him. Um, you wouldn't be, you'd be amazed. I was doing the play, as I said, in London, and there was one guy who came to see the show who didn't know who Marilyn Monroe was. Oh my! Oh God! I swear to God, <laughs> is that the most amazing thing you that, ever? Yeah, that's unbelievable. Um, but yeah, for those who remember him, it, it uh, you know I've, I'll always be Jack Lemmon's son. You know, I was I did the series Thunder in Paradise. I was Hulk Hogan's partner. You know, um, now, now my daughter's going to be a huge star. I'm going to be I'm going to be Sidney Lemon's father. I'm Burroughs' brother. Well, actually, it, we grew up in a much smaller scale. Our father was a well-known illustrator in town, but we weren't even the, when we left the house as kids, we were told to tell anybody that we were Bernie Burroughs' sons. We weren't. T I mean, that was like our that was imprinted on us, too. We weren't. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Same thing. It sucks. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, that that story, Jack Lemon's son, uh, uh, it tells the story of when I first realized that mm. a kid came running up to me on the you know the fourth grade uh, uh, play yard and and said, uh, "You see that kid over there? Uh, his father is a bigger star." than your father. <laughs> that's, that's His fighting. father plays Jim West on Wild Wild West. Oh, of course, it was Robert Conrad. Conrad yeah. And I, I, I said to him, I said, well, of course he's a bigger star than my father. He's, he's Jim West. <laughs> and, and the kid went running off, and that's when it hit me. I didn't know my father was a star. I thought he was just an actor. Uh, which is kind of a, 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 a weird moment, but made for a very nice story. Yeah. And then I, ironically, uh, you, you're, he became your stepfather or, uh, through a divorce and a remarriage, right? Cliff Robertson, wasn't it? Wasn't Cliff Robertson, yes. Yeah. Was, was my mother's second husband. Yeah. And then she, she yeah, a divorce. Oh, I was mixing up with Robert Conrad, sorry. Yeah, Cliff yeah. Robertson was. So Cliff was, was my stepfather. Yeah, yeah. And then my mother said, fuck Hollywood, divorced <laughs> him and, and uh, married a, a, a guy named Bud McDougal, who was her childhood sweetheart, was a Culligan soft water executive in Miami, Florida. Mm. So oh, how do you like them apples? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Huh? It's crazy. Life's life is is nuts, for sure. Yeah, I, I work and, for you know me with after all of those divorces. My father married a a, a, a woman named Felicia Farr, who was an actress, uh, and uh, that further decayed our relationship mm. as, as it can. Um, I, I'm very sad to have to say it, but it's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, um, but we we fought against that, and uh, and he created a yearly trip. So at least one week out of the year, I got him, all mine, mm. and we ended up becoming really, even though our, our father son relationship was extremely flawed and never really was a father-son relationship. Um, uh, we both chose to forgive that fact, and we ended up becoming the very best of friends. And mm -hmm. um, uh, he was my best friend. Uh, he was a shitty father. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if I was a good son or not, <laughs> but he was my very, very best friend. And that's what the book's all about. That's what Twist is all about. 
so your uh, dad way back when you were young enrolled you into a, a, a a music school in Arizona, right? Or something like that? No, it was, it was Walter's son, David, and I both. They, they, they dumped both kids on, on Birdie Valley. They, you know, the, the second wives said, get them. And, and uh, you know, as, as will happen, um, especially in Hollywood. So David Mathau and I ended up going to the Verde Valley School in Arizona, which is still a lovely, wonderful uh, place for totally fucked up kids. <laughs> and <laughs> are there other celebrity actors, <laughs> children there too? Oh, you betcha. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, it was like a Billy Jack kind of thing, you know, it, for those of, you know, those old, old long in the tooth uh, farts, uh, uh, you know, like us who can remember the movie Billy Jack. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. though we didn't have Tom Laughlin running around doing really lousy uh, crescent kicks to be. <laughs> Uh, as bad as Steven Seagal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But uh, yeah, uh, no, the music school was CalArts. I went to CalArts. I got kicked out of Verde Valley. Why? uh, uh, For stealing a school vehicle. Well, (laughs) hello, Betty. You know, when I do things, I don't do them small, okay? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I, I go large. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's, it's not like I cheated on a test. No, I stole a school vehicle and went out for a little joyride and, and got busted by the Jerome police in Jerome, <laughs> Arizona, uh, which is now, I think, like a complete, you know, multi-billionaire, you know, whatever the hell, along with Sedona, where the school was. Um, back then, it was like you know, known for peyote. Uh, <laughs> <but> the, <laughs> you have a mugshot out there? Is there uh, a oh yeah, huh? yeah. I was, I was. Uh, it was the biggest event that Jerome had seen since you know the, the Silver Rush. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, you know, since Boot Hill. Uh, but yeah, the, and then they had you know it was this was the you know they all got together for for a, a community sensitivity meeting and. Oh. Seven of us, yeah, it was a bunch of shit, <laughs> um, you know, uh, and uh, the, and the seven of us who had gone on the school bus uh, jaunt uh, got expelled. Um, all, you know, all seven of us, which was like I think about half the school population. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, three days before graduation, the bastards, mm. and uh, and that was it. So I went back to Miami to see my mom. It was a choice between going to see my father and stepmother or going back to see mom and Bud. And uh, so you know, hello Miami, uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, ended up uh, going to Coral Gables Senior High to finish wow. my senior year there. And, you know, here I was a leather fringe jacketed, you know, shoulder length haired hippie walking through a sea of Izod, you know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, and crew cuts and, uh, and, you know, I would get my ass kicked regularly, which was, oh. 
the start of my uh, martial arts career, which was the only sport that I was ever good at because I, you know, you don't give a lemon a ball. It's, it's, just, <laughs> it's just, just don't go there. Uh, it, it doesn't work at all. So I ended up falling in love with martial arts and that was what I did all my life. And, uh, and I, 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 would like to say that I did some ass kicking in turn nice. and uh, all of those crew cut Izod wearing guys uh, uh, started to have some respect for me. And that was where I was able to come to some sort of culmination on the whole Jack Lemon son thing, which had robbed me of my identity. Mm -hmm. That was where I started to feel, you know, some form of, of self-identity uh, that that was solid. So, you know, God bless him. It's amazing how things work out. And all of that's in uh, a little bit in the first book, but it's in the second book uh, a, a great deal because my physical journey um, uh, becomes a very mental one in this, in this book. Uh, and I don't hold anything back. I go ahead and let it loose, man. Uh, you know, um, I, in the first book, I was accused of kind of writing a Valentine with burnt edges. I think I remember mm -hmm. one, one critic saying, which I think is a lovely uh, yeah. criticism. And it's true. Uh, I, I copped out. Really not because I meant to, only because I just, you know, it, it, it took me until 66 or whatever the hell I am. Maybe I'm 67 now. Um, uh, uh, this age thing, forget about it. You know, I don't know with the kids, with me, with the wife, I, I don't, it's, it's all numbers anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, to, to really make some kind of a breakthrough in actually understanding myself. Uh, I don't know if it's the same way for, you know, granted mine was pretty complicated yeah. uh, but uh isn't everybody's so you know yeah. you're on a bigger stage i mean you know so people you know you're being scrutinized i mean yeah just you know like you said it is you know the father son thing is pretty universal and our, our unique you know you said you know your father was work was first and foremost right work and yeah. and, and ego and all that and uh and you know, our father worked at home, which most our kids envied us, but we probably saw him less than they saw their dads who commuted. Right. Yeah. He's he... very quiet. He's back in a studio way in the back and kind of a mute, didn't talk a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah we weren't allowed. You know, our mother was the guard, you know, the, the, the guard and wouldn't, you know, would keep us it's, out of the room. The whole thing is a plot. Yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all a secret plot by the Russians <laughs> to screw us all over. This yeah, yeah. whole whole parent child thing. Yeah, you know, trust we're me. Russian descent, so it really makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I can't believe I'm on here talking to you now that I've heard that. No, yeah, I really <laughs> careful. Bad yeah, joke, we're we're, we're recording this. Right. Sorry, I'm this, sorry. This is all being recorded. Once, you know, I do I do my best, but every once in a while, no, it's, you know, I want to no, no. I, I love Russians. I especially love their fish eggs. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, those little good, things. Good, yeah. Those little now you lived in, did you, uh, we have relatives, we had a relative in Newton, Mass, that we went to visit a lot. Uh, he was a federal judge. You lived in Newton, right? Or your parents? Did, or yeah, I didn't know any federal judges, but uh, um, uh, my father w w was born and raised in Newton. And my son, my middle son, who's about to get married, 
Chris Jr. Uh, uh, went to school there at LaSalle. Oh, okay. Yeah. We have, um, yeah, All Haskell. relatives live around the Boston area. It was Haskell Friedman was his name. He was a fe- well-known federal judge. Um, I mean, he died, I don't know, 20 years ago. So, but um, yeah, I mean, we didn't, we didn't tour. We didn't get to look at him much. We just went to his house and visited. Haskell. It's Haskell. A very, very Newtonian name. Yeah, Haskell yeah. Friedman. Yeah. It's, Uncle uh, Hutchie. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Hutchie. That was his nickname. Yeah, Hutchie. But um, d- did you have a life? Yeah. So, th- so the martial arts gave you sort of agency over your own, like you said, a- identity, right? You became. I could do them. You yeah. know, it's like basketball. Forget it. That's not going to happen. Baseball. I, I remember one time I was playing baseball with my father and he hit a line drive down third and I pointed at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been there. Been I there. ended up yeah, with there. Yeah. I mean, this is what this is how lemons play real sports. But it just, as it turned out, uh, martial arts was the one thing that I could do and that I really enjoyed. And uh, so, yeah, I ended up with with if you can believe it, with with two black belts and a brown belt. Did, did you compete? compete? Yeah, <laughs> I did. Question. Yeah. Yes, did. I did. Yeah, yeah, a great deal. These are fake. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Both of both of them. Yeah. Well, I, wish I, I wish I had no, had known. Uh, I wish I could have uh, defended myself back in those days too. Well, Me and I were both like, uh, yeah. let's uh, like anything else. Pummeled, you know. Constant repetitive practice. You just do it over and over and over. Mm-hmm. As a classical pianist, it was that whole you know uh, mindset of of how you study. Uh, was was very familiar to me, uh, and uh, it, the difference is that it was obviously much more physical, involving the whole body. Well, actually, playing piano. Well, I was going to say the contrast in yeah. being a classical pianist and, and a martial artist. I mean, it would seem like they're worlds apart. But what, what it, they're actually very similar mentally, right? uh, uh, because it involves being able to independently do things with both sides of the brains. Uh, uh, both sides have to do two completely different things at the same time, yet they also do uh, do the same thing uh, 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 together, which is, um, you know, there's not a lot of stuff that actually does that, uh, uh, even uh, especially more so, I believe, with, with, with piano uh, than other instruments. Piano is, is being able to do a completely different thing with your left hand uh, and and your right hand, but you're you're doing the same thing with both. How, how the hell did I get on this tangent? I don't. Oh, we, know. Was... This, this is about as interesting. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is, uh, you know, that um, the kind of things, you know, that, that lead us and you know detour us into into the worlds. But you've taken a lot. Oh, of... I'm the king of detour. detour yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I was reading when we were, you know, researching your backgrounds, you know, like the, uh, all the stuff that you've done. And, you know, so was, did your dad take you to a lot of sets, shoots, like when you, when he was doing yeah. movies? Yeah, uh, it's, as I said, I, I start the book, the, the new one, Noble, uh, with um, uh, a recollection of being there when they were filming Some Like It Hot. And I've got a picture of me staring through an old Panavision camera huh. at, uh, at Guess Who? Yeah, Marilyn. Yeah, yeah. at uh, Norma Jean. And was it shocking? I'm curious, because it, it, it was such a, I mean, it was done so comedically that I don't think anybody 
you know, I mean, it was startling, the, 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 the cross-dressing, but as a son, to see your father dressed like a woman, was that disturbing at all? No, was, <laughs> I, I saw it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting a gig? Dig now, Alexis. I'm here to defend <laughs> himself. You didn't know that part, that, that part of him, uh, you know, a big cross, cross-dresser. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, it, it was, I, I don't know, it just, it, no, for okay. me, no, it yeah. wasn't, uh, it just was what it was. Uh, um, uh, it may be why I have become a cross-dresser in, in my later life, uh, uh, but... Um, yeah. As an angry dresser, or as in somebody that... <laughs> no, no I, I'm breaking the slate. By the way, that's a lovely pinafore you're wearing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Um, uh, Andy Garcia, who's one of my very best oh. friends, would be very mad at me. He has this thing where he's called breaking the slate, which is when you make the same joke twice. And I just did that. I did two cross-dressing jokes. Both, both well-received. You got to milk it a little bit too, right? When yeah. A good joke that works. And his daughter is getting married. Uh, I don't know if I can say that, but I just did. Sure. So there it is. So there's another uh, thing in your book. I mean, my son is. They're both getting married at the same time. Oh, time. but not, not, not in, not in same tandem. ceremony. Not in tandem. No, no yeah. on different coasts. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now, another thing that came up, it's a little anecdotal thing about the, the lilac lemon. Uh, yeah, what's yeah. that? I was going to ask that, What's the lilac? I mean, I know what it is, but for the that audience. That started with my grandfather, hmm. uh, with Papa Jack, as as we called him. You know, my father was Jonathan Euler Lemon the Third. Wow. And, uh, uh, yo, he hated that name because everybody would call him John U. Lemon. <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, but... Uh, uh, that's why he named me Chris and not Jonathan Euler Lemon mm. the fourth. Uh, but Jonathan Euler Lemon the second was the one who started Lilac Lemon, uh, which was that if somebody asked him a question that he didn't know the answer to, rather than confess to not knowing, he would just go ahead and make an answer up. You know, because he, he figured making up an answer was, you know, funny. And, and, you know, he, he, he loved it when people, he was a very funny guy. Uh, it's where my father, though he, he got most of his sense of humor from his mother, uh, um, uh, who he called Mildred Noel Lemon, who he called Men, and I called her Gigi. She called herself Gigi, which was short for Gorgeous Grandma. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was a, she was a pistol. Uh, but so was he. So was was uh, uh, Papa Jack, and uh, yeah, yeah. Were they in show business? I mean, your uh, grandpa. They, 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 you know, they called him Lilac Lemon because nobody could lie like Lemon. Oh, Lilac Lemon, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. But, 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 but was your grandfather in, in vaudeville? Or that joke up, by the way. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I actually tell that joke a lot better in the book. Uh, but uh, yes, he. I think he a little bit. Not by any means, you know, he didn't make a living doing it or anything like that. Oh, it's my wife. You want to say hi to my wife? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Hi, honey. Oh, babe. I hey, wait, I'm, I'm on a live podcast in front of the whole nation. <laughs> yeah, so please, anything you'd like to add? She suddenly got very polite. Anything, any secrets you'd like to tell on Chris okay. while we're on the air? I'll you back. Go on, go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's when we were interviewing Fran Dresser. Her mother called, 
to, to talk about buying pajamas for her father and it was the funniest phone call oh yeah yeah i could have kept that going you know she's yeah. very funny she's a great straight man my wife she you know yeah she 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 just feeds like oh like there's no tomorrow but uh, anyways we we digress yeah any any uh what see do you do you currently like to play out play piano out uh, tour doing with or is that part of your show do you do a little piano a little storytelling more there's there's no yeah it was uh, the piano played a, a big part and singing as well I, I did a bunch of standards i did some of my own songs oh. um I, I did some of pop songs i opened up the second oh. act with uh, a song called coming out of the rain and to this day uh, not the the remake, uh, the uh, popular one that came out a little while ago, but it was original. It's a great song. Coming out of the rain, uh, wipe that tear from your eye, darling. If I've been mean to you, I apologize. Wrong key, uh, but uh, anyway, yeah, great song. I think my father wrote it. Oh. And so I open up the second act with that. And uh, it was, uh, that's the hardest thing about doing this kind of theater where you're, you're uh, playing the piano, uh, you're, you're singing a few songs. You're, you're, it's all, like I said, strictly scripted because you're walking a tightrope. There's no more difficult form of mm. performance uh, than this for an actor, in my opinion. Uh, the hardest one of all, is doing dialogue while you're playing the piano. That's the killer. That's that's the real, you know, patch your head, rub your stomach uh, uh, thing. And uh, that's what I would would open the uh, second act. Nobody gives a shit, Lemon. You yeah. want you want to hear more about this? I got about 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We'd like to hear another song. Would you like to? Would you on the, give us a taste of another it's song? A great song. Yeah. Great song. Yeah. Uh, if you go online, it's a lousy recording of it, but you, there there is a bootleg recording of uh, uh, that somebody shot from the audience of of Twist when I did it at uh, University of New Haven when I uh, before I started teaching there, and uh, yeah, I, I'm a I'm a professor. Did you know that? Prof and what do you teach? You guys have to have to call me Professor Lemon. Professor That's Lemon, what do you teach there? Yeah. Yeah, it was a class about Hollywood and 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 the uh, the old days, vintage days of Hollywood and and uh, the evolution of entertainment. Uh, oh yeah, I wanted to ask. The, uh, we're probably running out of time, or can I ask another? Yeah, question? Yeah, yeah, sure. So uh, I don't know. What do you? Th so your dad was part of like this sort of area of big stars of of the time, like Gregory Peck and. Um, uh, Catherine Hepburn and that kind of thing. And today we have like uh, Al Pacino and Meryl Streep that, you know, people call, use that word, which I kind of hate called the, you know, Hollywood royalty. But do you think there's a difference between that era of, of, of course, yeah. Hollywood and I today's? Mean, everything evolves, uh, everything changes. And, and uh, one of the points that I try to make in Twist, the first book uh, is, um, is loss of innocence. I, I I try to speak about loss of innocence, without actually you know naming one of the chapters loss of innocence. You know, and so I speak about Santa Monica Beach, where I spent a number of my formative years, where 
you know, where Marilyn lived, two houses down from us. And, and uh, this is when my mother, after her divorce from Cliff, we moved into Harold Lloyd's old house and where Jack uh, Kennedy would, would show up and land on the beach in a helicopter and go swimming with everybody, you know, uh, in, in, in Santa Monica Bay. And, uh, you know, I call it, I did it in the show as well. You can see it if you go and Google it. Uh, uh, I call it lost, the loss of innocence. I call it Camelot, um, you know, and, and how that place really was. Uh, and over the course of years, um, uh, uh, it changed and, uh, um, and has changed. And I, and I feel betrayed by the city I was born in. It's turned into something that I find it unattractive. Uh, and uh, this was a place where I was there when Dewey Weber and Mike Doyle were the lifeguards in front of my house. You know, I'd go surfing with fucking Dewey Weber and Mike Doyle. Pardon my language. I'm well, sorry. There <laughs> you say surfing um, in the air. But, you know, I mean, you know, when you're surfing with Mike Doyle, you use the F-bomb. You know, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the way it goes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yes, of course, as we grow, as we mature, uh, I I didn't ever mature as you can, <laughs> but as can, normal reg, you know as normal people mature, they lose the lion's share of their innocence. But the question I pose in the book is: Is society in this era of mass communication losing its innocence uh, mm. collectively at an ever increasingly rapid pace as well? And uh, um, I, I come to the conclusion that you bet it is. Uh, and that is changing the whole game. So when you ask me, is Hollywood royalty now different than Hollywood royalty then? Yes. Just like Hollywood royalty then was different than Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin and, you know, Greta Garbo, uh, uh, you know, um, and, and all of those magnificent actors so yeah. yeah the answer is yes well thank you what what would do we we're gonna sign off but we'd like to give if you've uh, anything you want to that's uh, it with, well you well, that that boring you're doing no we didn't no, no, we're, 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 Jesus. respectful of your time <laughs> my I mean, father would say jesus christ for gosh okay fine <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please sing another we're trying to be respectful of your time but don't, don't go fuck yourselves get another <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's I gonna? Oh, I'm man. saying that you got us on track with that. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a song. It's raining men. So I thought maybe you could do a song called "It's Raining Lemon." <laughs> yeah. It's it's raining lemons. Yeah. Okay. My my exit line was much funnier than that. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, where should we? Uh, where should people look for your your books? Available anywhere? Book twisted. Well, we'll see, you know, I got to get published. Uh, so um, you know, keep your fingers crossed for me. Uh, I think that I've got a shot, uh, but then so does every author. You know, I mean, after they've spent years writing their novel. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, uh, I, I don't know if Twist is still around. But uh, um, and I, I'm not going to ever do the show again. That's that was five years. It was a good run, but uh, 
no hitting the boards for uh, Big Daddy anymore. Mm. So, um, yeah, yeah. So keep your fingers crossed. The title of it is Noble, The Gift mm -hmm. of Life. And uh, maybe in about six, seven months, you might see it, uh, might see it over at Barnes and Noble. Who knows? Yeah, please. And maybe, you know, if you'd be willing to come back and talk about it when it's out. That'd be great. Thanks yeah. so much. Thanks for being on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.